1: Look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone.
0: You found primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on FSN, the Sports Betting Network.
3: It is VSIN's primetime action live from the South Point Tuesday night. Gil Alexander, Matt Brown, and Kelly Bidland. Glad you could join us tonight uh, for a whole slew of guests. Like a numbers game broke out here tonight. slew of guests tonight, and three count them three more NBA games triple header, including a tip off that starts in moments in Miami. And Matt, the Heat, without their best
5: tonight. I I can't believe you you burned slue already. Because we also have a slew of hockey games oh. as well. Oh, I know what's coming. You burned you burned slue, Kelly. I know what's coming. I can't even use slue. So it, we just have a lot of hockey games. <laughs> I, I can't. I, that's, that's that's the only way I can go with it here yes we have a tip happening momentarily here if you want to get in on the hawks and the heat we have four and a half in favor of the heat 215 and a half to 217 so varying totals out there uh, behind us at the book it's all the way down to 214 and a half if that's any indication of where this might be going so if you are where you can get into that 217 maybe hit the uh, hit the old under on it uh, seven thirty Eastern. We have the Timberwolves and the Grizzlies. The Grizzlies are six six and a half point favorites And that one. There's only thirty minutes difference in these two tip offs. Yeah, I,
3: I said that last night. I think it was last night that had that quirk, but it's tonight actually. Yeah, for the seven pm, seven thirty, and then one later. What's I, going on here? And, 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 the schedule makers are. And then we what's might. going have, on here? And then we might have a quadruple header on first round draft night on Smart. Thursday, which is ridiculous. How are we going to do that? Uh, I mean, I mean just, we're not. We're not. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, answer. NBA. We're not. Yeah, I am. That's what you think, Kelly. you are talking basketball in between picks.
5: <laughs> I am. <laughs> I am beside myself, fellas. Really, I don't see you next to you. I just don't get it. There's no reason for this. Anyway. Oh, oh
3: look who's got a nice little perch above the strip right there. That's oh, beautiful.
6: Look at that. Mm-hmm. All right.
3: See All the right. fountain. Sorry, we're having several conversations at the same time. See the fountains in the background. Yeah. Yes. It's beautiful. Uh,
5: in Rappaport. That's right. Yes, two thirty-one and a half is your total. Timberwolves and Grizzlies, and then at ten Eastern, we got the Pelicans and Suns. Suns are six six and a half point favorites over the Pelicans. Two fifteen and a half to two sixteen is your total. If you want to get in early on the ones tomorrow, they are already up as well. Bulls and Bucks with the Bucks twelve point. Favorites over the Bulls and the Warriors are nine-point favorites over the Nuggets. If you want to uh, pull the trigger a little bit early on those first pitches coming here momentarily, in the Orioles and the Yankees, Jordan Lyles for the Orioles, Luis Severino for the Yankees. This is uh, this is almost late-season stuff here. Severino and the Yankees minus two ninety over the Orioles. Jordan Lyles and the Orioles plus two thirty. A total of eight. Also have the Marlins and the Nationals coming to you right now. Sandy Alcantara for the Marlins, Josiah Gray for the Nationals. This one, minus 135 in favor of Alcantara and the Marlins, plus 115 if you want the Nationals as home underdogs, seven and a half your total. A few minutes from now, the Red Sox and the Blue Jays, Nick Pavetta, Kevin Gosman. Uh, Blue Jays, minus 210 home favorites, plus 175 if you want the Red Sox as road underdogs. Eight is your total. 710, we got the Royals and the White Sox. Daniel Lynch in the Royals and Dallas Keuchel in the White Sox. Keichel in the White Sox, minus 155 home favorites. You got Daniel Lynch in the Royals as plus 135 road underdogs. Eight and a half is your total there. Cubs and the Braves at 720. Marcus Stroman and the Cubs are plus 145. Road underdogs, if you want Freed and the Braves as home favorites, minus 165, 7.5. Your total, 740 Eastern, the Tigers and the Twins. Eduardo Rodriguez, Chris Paddock. Chris Paddock and the Twins, minus 150 home favorites, plus 130 on Rodriguez and the Tigers as road underdogs. Chris Bassett and the Mets at 745. Uh, Jordan Hicks and the Cardinals, Bassett and the Mets, minus 125. Road favorites, Hicks and the Cardinals are plus 105, home underdogs, and then at 8 o'clock, we got the Astros and Jacob Odorici against uh, the Rangers and Taylor Hearn. Astros, slight favorites, minus 115 on the road against the Rangers, minus 105 if you want them. We do have three late first pitches we'll get to a little bit later, but as we mentioned, we have a, a slew, A slew Mm -hmm. of hockey games, several facing off right this second, and I do mean several. The Red Wings and the Maple Leafs. Maple Leafs, minus 500 home favorites over the Red Wings, plus 370 if you want the underdog. Uh, Tampa Bay Lightning, we need to get one of these ridiculous parlays going tonight. The Lightning, minus 425 home favorites over the Blue Jackets, plus 330. Rangers and the Hurricanes, minus 125 Rangers at home, plus 105 Hurricanes on the road if you want the underdog. Panthers and Bruins, these are all at 7 Eastern. Panthers and Bruins, Panthers minus 115 road favorites, even money on the Bruins at home. New Jersey Devils and the Ottawa Senators, the Senators are minus 140 home favorites, plus 120 on the Devils as road underdogs. Islanders and Capitals, Capitals are minus 160 home favorites, plus 140 on the Islanders as road underdogs, Oilers and Penguins are happening right now as well. Penguins minus 140 home favorites plus 120 on the Oilers as road underdogs. At 8 o'clock, we have the Coyotes in the wild. The wild are minus 600 home favorites Ooh. Ooh. over the Coyotes plus 450 if it's, you would like the Coyotes as road underdogs. It was was it the Coyotes that we backed the other night? Who was it? I can't coyotes. remember who we can't back again anymore. It was, it was the Coyotes. Wasn't it was? was it?
6: No, no, it was the Red Wings. Yes, Red, Red, Red w- Wings okay. right. in Florida. Yeah. I, forget,
5: right. I forget who it was. <laughs> they just teased us scoring first. Oh, Why man. would they go off and do that? 8 uh, o'clock Eastern, we got the Flames and the Predators. Flames minus 140. Road favorites plus 120. On Nashville as home. Underdogs, Golden Knights, and Stars at 8.30. That is a coin flip. 110 on both sides. And a fairly important game for the old Golden Knights there. Um, That's my hockey commentary for the evening. Uh, St. Louis Blues, Colorado Avalanche, 9.30. We got the Avalanches, minus 180. Home favorites, plus 155. On the Blues as Road Underdogs, 10 Eastern. We have the Vancouver Canucks hosting the Seattle Kraken!
3: Thank you, Jason H11. Yeah, always. Tipped us off.
5: Canucks, minus 180 home favorite. That's it. They're only minus 180 home favorites. I think they're playing a man down from the get-go. They're spotting the crack in a goal. And I can't confirm any of this stuff, but this is what it has to be. We'll ask Andy McNeil a little bit later. Stick around.
6: Nobody's, plus, play- nobody's playing with pool noodles?
5: Plus, Not tonight. They're only, mi- they're, they're, they're only minus one. No, this, I think you they're just a, playing a man down. A
6: great primetime action investigation going on in that one. Uh, plus
5: 155 on the worst team in hockey as underdogs. And then 1030 Eastern, the Ducks and the Sharks. Sharks minus 145, home favorites plus 125 on the Ducks as road under Ducks. <laughs> Kelly's, Kelly's special primetime action invest, investigation. Huh, that seems to have been used
6: before. I'm, I'm sitting there watching the watching the game last night. This commercial pops on from one of the cell phone carriers, and it's like, this is more ridiculous than hockey players using pool doodles. So I'm like, wait. It, did Matt just like? Did Matt steal this from this commercial? No, no, We've like, been saying this for months on this show. Maybe it seeped
3: into his brain. I,
6: I know. I, 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 know. I, yeah, I, was, I was so confused at first that I was like, "Or this commercial uh, has been listening I think to Matt play Brown's all pool these like minus
5: seven hundred hockey and things." Oh, you're doing just for yeah, I mean, oh, well, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go the other way as opposed to playing the massive underdog like we did the other.
3: All right, content money line parlay coming up from Matt Brown yeah. in hockey. His number one sport, his number two sport behind NASCAR. Number two sport behind it. All right, NASCAR. Nick Nick Whalen will join us to talk NBA coming up. Andy McNeil, is, as Matt mentioned, to talk NHL with us. Andy's got his eyes on four games. No less, no more. If we stray from those four games, there will be hell to pay from Andy McNeil. You
6: answered Andy. Uh, we also
3: have some draft talk coming up later with Vegas refund. First name Vegas, second name refund. He'll be joining us a little later. Uh, and then Thor Nystrom, who I believe played for the Islanders once upon a time. Thor Nystrom will join us from uh, NBC Sports Edge uh, to talk NFL draft as well. There is nothing better than spending three, four weeks of lovingly curating NFL draft bets now to be 48 hours away from hopefully it all paying off. We look forward to that. And I don't know, maybe a rant from Matt Brown later on the NFL draft and its offerings here in uh, the state of Nevada. We'll see. I don't we know. Might, maybe we, we'll get we, lucky.
5: We, it is... Look it at that, is on the cusp. I'll look put it
3: that way. Look at that overhead shot of Miami. Why aren't we all moving there now, like this moment? Oh, it's beautiful. All right, so here's what you need to know again. As Matt said, no Jimmy Butler tonight. Jimmy Butler out for tonight's Game 5 due to right uh, due to right knee inflammation. It appears that Butler and Kyle Lowry could, stress could, be ready if there is a Game 6 as the Hawks look to ins- to extend it to force a Game 6 back in Atlanta later this week. That would be a Thursday game. That would be part of a Thursday NFL Draft Night first-round quadruple header. Uh, as far as the Jazz last night, they lose. What a horrible performance by the Jazz. They're down to the Mavericks 3-2 to two in their best-of-seven first-round series. The MRI on Donovan Mitchell's left-, left hamstring came back negative today, was diagnosed with bilateral quadriceps contusions, though. Uh, Mitchell will undergo treatment. The Jazz have yet to offer an update on whether he will play in Game 6. Obviously, the proverbial must-win situation for the Jazz. Spider was 0-7 uh, for 7 from behind the arc yesterday. Bulls, they play the Bucks tomorrow night. That could be a closeout game. It looks like Zach Levine, safety protocols, and Alex Caruso with a concussion. They're questionable for that game. So the news, I mean, what a fitting way that would be to end the Bulls season with just absences which would just have been what was plaguing the rest of their regular season or the, the latter part of their regular season. Uh, and this was College Basketball News. Less than a week after retiring as head coach at Villanova, Jay Wright leaving the door open to someday coaching in the NBA. Uh, he was on ESPN's Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Max this morning. He said he's not looking to coach right now, but added, quote, I'd be lying if I said I hadn't thought about coaching in the NBA.
5: That's a bit of a... Uh,
6: no, don't lie then. Yeah, yeah lie you know, No surprise there. Yeah.
5: Here's the thing. It makes, it makes perfect sense for someone like him to leave the door open to say, if you want to pay me a boatload of money, right. by all means, I will listen to how much of the boat is filled with money.
3: If I see a truck yeah. backed up to my driveway, I will yes. come outside.
5: I believe is the interpretation there. Let me know just how much money is in that truck.
3: Kelly had the nod and was acting like he was going to say something that he thought of. He thought secondly of it. I no, thought, of, no, you you guys guys
6: thought otherwise. Right. Yeah. Okay. And he's in a better situation than, say, Billy Donovan. I thought he was like... about to
5: say whether he would rather have a truck or a boat of money. Oh, okay. I thought ooh, that's what he was going to say. Truck, truck, for sure. A truck,
6: truck of money. Yeah, you can't take a boat. bunch of money off a boat. That's too difficult. All
3: right. Underway in Miami. We'll let you know over there. Preflop bets we have tonight coming back. We'll also talk to Nick Whalen, his thoughts on the NBA tonight and what we saw last night, Thursday, tomorrow. Oh, the first round's awesome. It's Vicent's primetime action.
7: You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the
0: sports betting network.
3: The VSIN betting experts have put together everything you need to bet on the draft this week. The VSIN NFL draft betting guide has mock drafts, analysis for every NFL team, odds, and best bets for the first round. Get the VSIN NFL draft betting guide today for only $10. It's all at vsIN.com slash draft. We, uh, we need the listeners to settle a uh, little debate for us. You said the uh, Yankees-Orioles game was delayed because of what, Kelly? Inclement weather. Inclement weather. Inclement weather. So you guys put the the accent on the first syllable. Inclement weather. Inclement weather. I've always said inclement weather. Ooh. Inclement weather. What, did I get an
6: English and journalism degree or something? Oh, wait, I did, yeah. You did. (laughs) I don't know.
3: By the way, some other uh, real real quick before we talk uh, basketball with Nick Whalen. Giants, New York Giants, that is, reportedly shopping wide receiver Darius Slayton. That, according to Dan Duggan of The Athletic, that's after they were reportedly shopping Kadarius Toney. Uh, Eagles, open to listening to offers for Jalen Rager. Whew, remember they how they over, out, overdrafted him a yeah. couple years back? Golf Phil Mickelson registering to play in next month's PGA Championship and the U.S. Open in June, and his agents have requested a release from the PGA Tour to allow the six-time major champ to play in the first event of the Saudi, uh, Saudi Arabian-financed LIV Golf Invitational Series in London in June. Monday was the deadline for players to ask for a conflicting event release from the PGA Tour to play in the inaugural LIV Golf Invitational June 9th to 11th. So Phil Mickelson wants to play there, it appears, although he's saying, oh, I haven't made a decision yet, I just want to get, get it before <laughs> the deadline. <laughs> <laughs> and Novak Djokovic cleared to play in, at Wimbledon. No Russian players, no Belarusian sure, players.
6: Sure, nobody heard that, but yeah. It's like
3: shouting at the background. What did you come up with? That was just the computer saying it. Was <laughs> oh. to get... That was just That's outstanding. That was... I think the computer agreed with that was me, just didn't the he? the computer saying it. The computer agreed with me.
6: Yeah, <laughs> uh, no idea.
3: Yeah, computer loves it. So... But all right, let's talk some basketball. Nick Whalen from RotoWire joins us. How you doing, Nick?
4: I'm doing well. I'm glad I could hear that entire conversation. And for what it's worth, if I'm the swing boat, I, I would put the emphasis at the beginning of the word. So inclement weather, inclement,
3: what, uh, what planet are you guys all from? <laughs> I'm from computer planet. I don't know where you guys are from. Uh, all right, Nick, let's start with today's games. Uh, do you have anything on the heat and the Hawks first that has just begun?
4: Yeah, I uh, unfortunately got it at six and a half before the Jimmy Butler news came out and uh, you know, Miami you know, went, went down to to minus four and a half versus Atlanta um, and of course, you know, don't no Kyle Lowry on top of no Jimmy Butler. Uh, that game has already started looking okay so far. I'm seeing 14 to nine uh, in favor of the Miami Heat. Uh, on the other side of that game, you know, no Bogdan Bogdanovich for Atlanta. So that made me feel a little bit better uh, about Jimmy Butler not being in there. But uh, interesting call by the Miami Heat to go with Victor Oladipo uh, starting for Jimmy Butler in this game. <laughs> kind of a heat check move, I thought, uh, by Eric Spolstra. But he's got eight points already. Things are looking good there. So, uh, yeah, I'm, in, in the early game, at least, I'm riding Miami uh, to close this thing out. I, I just don't have much faith in this Hawks team.
5: So let's talk about the second game here that is oddly going to tip off in about 12 minutes. Uh, why they have so much overlap, I, I just I, I can't get over it. But Timberwolves and the Grizzlies, right now, Grizzlies, six, six and a half point home favorites in this one. 231 and a half is your total.
4: Yeah, I, I like the Grizzlies tonight. And, and you're right. I, I'm, I'm also very sick of this overlapping schedule. And somehow we only have two games tomorrow and then the potential for four games on Thursday night when I think uh, another uh, pretty big event in the sporting world hmm. will be going on. So it's going to be a night. it's going to be a multiple TVs, probably set up a laptop, maybe bring out the iPad type of night on Thursday. But yeah, for this game, I, I like Memphis. You know, the series is tied to two. But if you look at the series price right now, essentially the money line uh, on the series, Memphis is minus 300 to win this thing. And, and that says a lot because it, it's been played. Fairly evenly so far. You know, a lot of the metrics would point to Memphis. They had that big win in game two, but they were unable to close out a very winnable game four Uh, tonight. I think we see a much better game from John Morant. He was really bad in game four. But the biggest thing for me guys with Memphis is when we see Jaron Jackson Jr. finally stay out of foul trouble, uh, even in the the blowout, you know, 28 point win that they had in game two, he was in foul trouble in that one. He he fouled out uh, of the last game. He had five fouls in the two other games. Um, it's been crazy. I mean, he's playing under 24 minutes a night in this series and Memphis has also decided, you know, that Steven Adams just won't be in the rotation. Essentially they're starting Xavier Tillman. Uh, so it's kind of been a mess in some ways. They're maybe lucky that it's only two, two, uh, with with all the issues they've had in that front court. But, um, you know, I'm going to kind of follow the numbers here look at that series price. And, you know, that's pushing me a lot toward Memphis
1: nightcap
3: tonight, of course, game five between the suns and the Pelicans uh, all knotted up at two games apiece. Devin Booker, not walking through that door. Suns favored by six and a half.
4: And I, you know, I was texting Kelly earlier today and I, I I wish I could have thrown out a play that I love for this game, but I have no idea what to expect. I mean, I, I think if you watch that game the other night, uh, it's very clear that the Suns do not necessarily have somebody who can do even 70% of what Devin Booker does for them. You know, they haven't had their version of Grayson Allen just going crazy and hitting 11 of 14 threes over the last two games for the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, You know, DeAndre Ayton, I thought, played pretty well uh, in that game, uh, game four against New Orleans, but he's not really that guy. You know, you're not going to say, all right, DeAndre Ayton, go get us 35. You know, he kind of picks his spots. He's almost a super role player uh, in what he gives that team. Obviously, they need Chris Paul to be a heck of a lot better than he was in game four. They need the Chris Paul that we saw uh, for most of game one and then certainly at the end of game three. Um, And speaking of game three, I mean, this could easily be a situation where the Suns need this uh, this win at home to stay alive. I mean, they're, they're a team that maybe is lucky to be 2-2 as well. So, uh, really, really fun game for the nightcap. I'm going to be locked in on this one. I wouldn't, I wouldn't go as far as to say it's a must win for the Phoenix Suns, but, man, anybody who watched that game four in New Orleans, Phoenix does not want to return to that environment with those fans with no Devin Booker in a do-or-die game six.
5: Let's head to the games tomorrow. and Bulls and Bucks, we're looking here, Buck's massive twelve point favorites now in this one. Um, you know, look, no Levine now for the Bulls. It was slim chances it looked like anyway. So as opposed as opposed to can the Bulls win this? I guess my question just would be, can they keep it within twelve?
4: Yeah, I think if you're a bulls fan, like that's all you're concerned about at this point. It's some sort of moral victory to take away from this series. I mean, maybe this number jumps up a little bit higher, but to me, it could be higher than 12, right? I mean, it doesn't look like Levine's going to play. I know they're listing him as questionable. Uh, that that just seems like wishful thinking that he tests out uh, in the next 24 hours. Uh, Alice Caruso in a similar situation in concussion protocol, seems like he's a 50-50 at best for this game uh, as well. You know, there's going to be some regression coming for Grayson Allen at some point. I know the Bucks won't have Chris Middleton for this game, but it, it feels like it's over. I, I think Chicago needed to take one of those two games uh, in Chicago, they didn't get either of them. Uh, and the way that the Bucks won game four, especially in, in emphatic fashion, I think that really sucked the life out of this Bulls team. So yeah, you know, as of right now, looking at that number as it sits at Bucks minus 12, uh, I'm willing to take Milwaukee with the points at home.
3: Similarly tomorrow night, does it look like it's over for the Nuggets? They're facing a three to one deficit, staved off elimination the other day, but barely so when it looked like the Warriors mm-hmm. were lollygagging through most of that game, turned it on late. Game five back in San Francisco, Warriors favored by nine.
4: Yeah, I feel the same way. I feel the same way. Um, you know, watching that game for, you know, it, it felt like at some point Denver was going to get one um, and, and it, it really wasn't Denver stealing that game as much as it was Golden State putting in like 70% effort uh, for most of the night. So, I mean, Golden State's in a really interesting position right now because, you know, they're keeping a close eye on what's going on with Phoenix. Uh, they're the odds on favorite now to win the title at most books, they're a fairly heavy favorite. Uh, at DraftKings right now. Um, So, you know, they're, they're in a position where they want to finish up this series. Um, You know, they want to kind of get as much rest as they can to play either Minnesota or Memphis in the second round, which, you know, both of those matchups are looking pretty appealing. I think, especially Memphis uh, looking a lot less scary, maybe than it would have a week and a half ago when we weren't sure how Stephen Curry was going to look, but he's been fantastic. Clay's been fantastic. They've, they've kind of remeshed along with Draymond green on the fly. Uh, and everything looks good there. So I, I think Golden State closes this thing out in five, gets some rest, and, you know, awaits the, their matchup in round two.
5: Nick, as you mentioned, the odds-on favorite are the Warriors at plus 280. You got the Celtics at 370. The Suns at 450. Heat at 650. And the Bucks sit there at 750. Everyone else 12 or longer. Um, let's let's remove the Warriors from the equation because it does seem like everything's coming to, to coming to fruition for them at the right time here with all these guys coming back from injury. And while everyone else is losing players, they're gaining everyone back here. So let's remove them. If you had to play one of these other teams outside of the Warriors, who, who are you looking at here as far as you know taking the thing down?
4: You know, I'm not totally out on the Phoenix Suns. You know, if they can get by New Orleans, uh, and then, you know, especially if they can win that game tonight, I, I think we'll see that number shift a little bit because we're already a week into Devin Booker's hamstring recovery, right? So, you know, that series is going to go at least one more game beyond tonight. And it honestly might behoove Phoenix for that to be a seven game series, prolong that second round matchup as long as you can. And if Devin Booker recovers, you know, on the the shorter end of that two to three week timetable, there's a chance that he could play, you know, maybe game one of round two, probably looking at game two or game three. Um, And at that point, you know, I think you'd feel okay if you're Phoenix to try to stay alive, likely against Dallas. Um, And if you know you're getting Devin Booker back midway through that series, I think you can tell yourself, hey, all right, we get Devin Booker back. We're going to be right back where we were at the start of the playoffs. We'll be healthy. We'll be fine. Kind of a rocky start. Um, So I think there's a chance that this is probably the best value that you're going to get on Phoenix the rest of the way. Of course, they could completely collapse. They could end up getting booted by New Orleans in round one, and that could look like a bad bet. Um, But I think there's a chance here that it's not as much of a complete disaster Uh, as it looks like it might be right now for Phoenix if they can get this thing straightened out and get Devin Booker back.
3: Nick, we got to run. Take us out with this. Teams that have down 0-3 in a best-of-7, 0-143 in the history of the NBA. The Raptors are halfway there. Can
4: they do it? It's not so much the Raptors. It's can Doc Rivers and James Harden combine forces to make this happen. I really, really, really hope they can, just for the comedy value.
3: Me too. Me too. Thank you, Nick. Appreciate it. At Whalen with a one instead of the L. Coming back on Visa's Primetime Action with Draft Props.
0: You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on vSIN, the sports betting network.
3: Answer the call of cash with DraftKings Connect to Victory Challenge, sponsored by Verizon. Play for free in this nine-part prediction pool series and take your shot at grabbing a share of $45,000 in total cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com Verizon now to join the action. Verizon, America's most reliable 5G network. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Kelly.
5: Lightning Maple Leafs Wild Parlay. What does that Get pay? it in there. Minus one thirty two. <laughs> I was gonna say. <laughs> what a
6: thrilling parlay! Lightning, Maple Leafs, and who what was the third?
5: Lightning, Maple Leafs, and the Wild. Wild. Minus one thirty two. Well, that's a that's a content bet. for
3: you. Oh yeah,
5: I've heard it. one. I love it.
3: You any anybody has any pre flop uh, basketball bets? We we
6: sort of glossed over that here. Yeah, I took the six and a half with the Pelicans. I took the four and a half with the Hawks. Uh, I have the Heat uh, in a three-money line parlay with the Bucks and Warriors that I made on Sunday night. <laughs> so, yeah, you can get a lot better numbers than I can right now because this was uh, the Heat's seven-point favorites at the time, although the Bucks were only, like, nine-point favorites. Now they're 12-point favorites, so it probably pays around the same. Can we talk real quick
3: about what I, what I asked Nick Whalen right as we were up against the wall there? The Raptors oh. are halfway to doing the unthinkable. And Game 6 is part of that Thursday night quadruple header. Could be a triple header. But they're Thursday. Joel Embiid still has the thumb. We don't know if Fred Van Vliet is going to be back or not. Yeah. We're not sure about that.
6: If he was back, I would say there's like a 98% chance they're winning that game. (laughs) You got it 98 in your mind? I do not. I feel like this is going 7. I don't know who's going to take it, but I feel like this is going 7.
3: Doc Rivers, only coach in NBA history to blow three, three to 3-1 series leads. Has lost seven of his last eight opportunities to close out a series. 31 losses in those closeout games, already the most by a coach in NBA history. And part of the handy remember our pre-flop Raptors bets? You remember those when we made those 20 years ago, it seems like?
5: Yeah. Back from the dead. What Playoffs did start like two months ago. They did. It feels like.
3: The first round has been going on for... Seventeen weeks now. I don't know. Let's put it this way: only three teams have that were down three nothing in the history of the NBA have pushed it to a game seven. The Raptors trying to be the fourth on Thursday night. To the uh, to the another sort of uh, iteration of NFL draft props. Shout out to DraftKings on these as well. You can actually at DraftKings, at DraftKings jurisdictions, they have prepackaged one, two, three exact orders. And they've got some one twos. Here are the one twos: Trayvon Walker 1, Aiden Hutchinson 2 is the favorite at minus 175. But we were just talking off-air. And you'll see that we'll go through some of the others. But we were just talking off-air. Obviously, the number one pick this week has shifted from Aiden Hutchinson in terms of being the favorite in the market from Aiden Hutchinson to Trayvon Walker. Now we're getting lots of different reports. And it really does come down to, who do you believe at this point, that the Jets won't pass on Iki Aquano at 4? You were saying, Matt, that Daniel Jeremiah thinks that Iki Aquanu at one is not an impossibility—that
5: it's still just in play because it's Doug Peterson really wants an offensive lineman, and basically it comes down to does the owner come in and say, "Hey, look, we brought in this this coach to coach this team, and he really wants an and he really wants an offensive lineman," or do you trust Trent Baalke, who again is? Maybe not the greatest reputation in the in the league or whatever. Oh, I've you heard know. that before. But uh, hmm. yeah, so it it could be it could be interesting. Uh, the, the, actually, the, the word is, is Sean Conn actually wants Hutchinson, but I can't imagine you, know, you come in and you 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 flip the bird to your to your GM and your new head coach. You're just kind of like, I'm taking who I want. I sign the checks. Like I don't think that that's gonna happen. That's so. exactly
3: how Sean Conn sounds. Yeah, <laughs> <Yeah. right? Yeah. laughs>
5: <laughs> he's probably going to side with one guy or the other. But yeah, it's uh. It's interesting. It's certainly look, interesting.
3: Look, look at this right here. This is DraftKings' first overall pick favorites. Last summer, really? Sam Howell was the number was the was the favorite to be the number one pick in the draft. Remember when we did college football previews? Everybody who came in here said Sam Howell was going to win the Heisman. Heisman Trophy. Winner Heisman Trophy
6: winner. Yep, North Carolina winning the ACC.
3: Then at the beginning of college football season, when Spencer Rattler became the favorite to win the Heisman, he became the favorite to be the number one pick in the draft. And then the rest of college football season, this is what we probably remember the most, Kayvon Thibodeau became that guy. Until college football season ended and Aiden Hutchinson, everybody saw his game against Ohio State, and then it was like, well, Aiden Hutchinson, he's got to be the guy. Evan Neal had a minute, Aiden Hutchinson came back as the number one favorite, that's when he got to north of
6: $4, and just in
3: the last couple days, Trayvon Walker.
6: How about the opening odds and current odds for all these guys? Sam Howell, plus 225, off the board now. Spencer Radler, plus 300, now off the board. Kayvon Thibodeau, plus 450, 50 to 1 now. Hutchinson, 15 to 1, now plus 225. Evan Neal, 20 to 1, now 25 to 1. Trayvon Walker, 20 to 1 to minus 190 imagine
3: Thursday like it's so oh, so pumped for Thursday. Could you imagine with the first pick of the draft Jacksonville Jaguars take Iki Iquano, and I'll just be like oh boy. Here we
6: go. I mean here we go. Spencer Rattler's not
5: even in the draft.
6: Right. Right.
5: He yeah. said he's a South Carolina. <laughs> he's, not, he's not even in the well, draft. He's like he's not even in the
6: draft. All that coming from Julian Edlow over to DraftKings. too. It yeah. was great. All the put stuff he put together on this today.
5: I, I I think I would take a flyer on the Iquano Hutchinson five, five to one. one.
3: So you are you are buying at least from a betting standpoint because it's five to one you would take a flyer
5: on. That. Yeah, you know one thing that's not on my because I had totally forgot about it. Um, remember, I have the, I have that Aquanu one overall ticket that I made before even free agency, which by the way I'll never bet the draft before free agency ever again it, it, because <laughs> because it was like a lock that Jacksonville was going to like take an offensive lineman and yeah. protect their court, and then they go out and not only do they franchise Cam Robinson, which it was like. You're really franchising Cam Robinson, and then they signed Scherf. So like, but but so now this like ticket that was one forgotten about and two was like just left for dead. At least has a strand of life left. It's just a tiny little, tiny little strand. Remember of life that life. when
3: they when they when they franchised Robinson, we were like that doesn't mean they're not going to take an offensive
5: line. And Then when they signed
3: yeah. Scherf, we we're like oh yeah.
5: Well, one of the <laughs> yeah. things they were saying about yeah, the Robinson deal is, it, it, and the reason they're saying that this Aquano thing is still live is because they're they're not gonna. They're not going to franchise Robinson again because then it's hundred and forty-four percent of like the mm-hmm. top off, you know, of the average. line. should no way, he's not worth it. And two, they're not necessarily. I mean, the reason they they tagged him as opposed to like trying to work out a long term deal is because I think they're still on the fence about him, like in general. And so I guess they're the, the thinking. The reason this Aquanu thing is still available is, or is at least still somewhat live, is because hey, look, we can draft him. We still will have. Cam Robinson for a year, and then we just kind of let him go on about his way. We've got a we've got a rookie or something. I have now reached the
3: point with all my draft bets where I'm like, okay, can we just go ahead and draft now? I don't like yeah. I, don't, I don't need two more days of this.
5: Well, you know, now I'm starting to get a little. The uh, the further I went down the rabbit hole today, the deeper you get. It's like basically once you get past pick twenty, all bets are off at twenty.
3: Well, th- I mean that's typically the case, right? Well, you don't you don't really know after that. Like it's too random. At well, at
5: twenty, I'm saying because it's Pittsburgh and yeah. it's kind of like fairly, you know, look, if one of the quarterbacks are there, most likely they're going to take one of the quarterbacks, right? Like, so you can kind of at least slot that so long as the draft doesn't get wacky before that. But past that, I mean, like, what New England is going to do is just completely up. Up in the air, you know. I mean, Green Bay's got two picks. Maybe they try to package them. So there's just. I was just saying that.
6: It, that's if everything stays as is, which, yeah. and we would think there's going to be more trades than than normal with all these all these teams that have two picks. It, it's starting to feel like me that Tivido is
3: the guy that slips.
6: I know, me too. It's I was, was going to say when we were talking on the break or before the show, but yeah,
3: it's starting to feel like because if the Jets, I don't know. It, it 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 just seems like if there is a guy who slips. He's the one, which I you know. On the one hand, if the knock on you is you don't come every play, can you really spend a top five pick on him? I mean, that would that's the knock. Yeah, you don't hey, have that
6: knock for anybody else. Derek Stingley, Stingley Junior. goes number three overall. I don't oh, think we're going to care much more about I'm those Thibodeau bets. So yeah, yeah I'm not
5: going to care at all. <laughs> the, not going to care at all. the The other thing I think I'm going to end up end up adding is if for whatever reason he doesn't go three, there is a you. There's a pretty kind of at least a groundswell now that with Carolina looking like they're out on a quarterback, that they're going to be trying to get out of that six hole pretty badly. And that could be the spot where someone trades up to go to, to go come get Stingley or someone trades up to come get Jameson Williams. And so. I think I might make a bet on the sixth slot. Not necessarily the t- not the team because it wouldn't be it wouldn't be Carolina. Just
6: the player just exactly. the slot
5: in that yes, yeah, just the player in that slot because that seems to be kind of the okay, Carolina don't want a quarterback anymore. They want out of there. If you're sitting there and you really want Stingley, you know that Stingley is likely to go. Um, before you get a chance to get to him, so Seattle maybe moves up from nine, you know, whatever, you know, some sort of something like that to to get there. But anyway, that seems to be kind of the groundswell today.
3: As as far as the DraftKings, uh, you know, exact order one two, th- there is a one two three that is Walker Hutchinson Stingley that paid this morning. It paid six to one by the end of a numbers game because I said I'd play it. It was plus five fifty. Um, it's plus five fifty. It's plus five fifty. I think I'd play that. Were I in the DraftKings jurisdiction, that one would interest me. Going to be fun, that's for sure. Two more nights of this, and oh, we hope the payoff is coming on Thursday. Andy McNeil wants to talk about four, count them, four games in the NHL. We'll do just that next on Visa's Primetime Action.
0: I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather. Now at Chumpacasino.com.
1: Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You are looking live at
0: primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VCN, the sports betting network.
3: Back on primetime, Gil, Matt, and Kelly. Hawks up on the heat. Early stages of the second quarter uh, by 324-21. Hawks trying to stave off elimination down in Miami, game five, and force a game six. And Memphis up four now on Minnesota. Memphis was up 13 to 2 in this ballgame, but now 13 to 9, a 7 0 run for the T Wolves. 7 0 7 left in the first quarter in that one. 13 games, count them. 13 on the NHL schedule tonight. None more consequential than the uh, Stars and the Golden Knights. To help us along, we bring in Canada's finest rock star, Andy
7: McNeil. How you doing, Andy? I'm doing pretty good, Gil. How about you? Doing well. Do
3: you object to the Canada's rock star? Do you object to that character? You know,
7: you know me. I'm, yeah. I'm not about that. I know you're not a boater. <laughs> uh,
3: knights are chasing the stars and the predators in the in the uh, wild card race. Brutal loss for the knights the other night. Up oh, two goals. Yeah. Up two That's goals on the on just
7: the... insane. And and like the way that the sharks were able to like brent birds kept the puck in at the blue line after when the golden knights were trying to clear it it just seemed like the puck did not want to leave the zone <laughs> it had a mind of its own so uh yeah it's just it just seems like there's a black cloud hanging over this team uh right now maybe all the time <laughs>
3: it, it really does i mean the predators uh hold the first wild card 94 points 35 wins stars second 93 points 30 wins knights are at 90 points and 33 wins so basically, they lose in regulation tonight. Uh, Katie barred the door, as they say. Uh, how do you stand on this game tonight, though? Golden Knights minus one fifteen, slight favorites.
7: Yeah, I mean, it's. I think the the line would be higher. I think Vegas would be a favorite if Robin Leonard was in goal. Obviously, he's not. He's done for the season. Logan Thompson is the guy now. Um, but with that being said, I think if you're somebody that was looking at this game and you would have been. Okay laying minus one ten if Leonard was in goal. You should probably do that here because Leonard wasn't all that great uh since coming back from injury. In fact he was pretty much average and uh, Logan Thompson's been 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 half decent. And um I you know, the, the Golden Knights are are the superior team here, I think, but uh for me I line this game around minus one fifteen. So not a lot of value there in my opinion. But um, it's a it's a tough one it's it's if, you, if you're a motivational better it's a it's a tough spot to handicap because obviously the stars it's winning you're in and uh, Dallas or and and Vegas is is facing elimination from playoff contention so um, a lot at stake here it should be an exciting game but um, I, I think Vegas is the better team Dallas is a, a bottom 10 team on offense uh, over the last 25 games or so um, and the Golden Knights you know not not much can be said about uh, either team's ability to come through in the clutch lately. They've, they've both been losing more than they've been winning, kind of limping into the playoffs, whoever makes it in. So, um, you know, it I makes sense that this game is a, a coin flip.
5: <laughs> Andy, I was told you really want to talk about the Coyotes in the wild and why the wild are minus 650 favorites <laughs> in this one.
7: Yeah, well, I, I don't really want to talk. About no, I'm, kidding, it, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. All right, Calgary, is, Calgary
5: uh, and Nashville. That is one of the ones on your on, on your
7: list so here. Was,
3: so
5: was Minnesota, Arizona. That was on his list. Is it? Yeah. It. Yeah, it's
3: on yeah, his I list. I just
7: don't know where this idea that I really wanted to talk about it came <laughs> in. That's right? the information we got. Hey, but uh, yeah. so why so, should we take
5: the plus 450 on Arizona? Is basically what you need to tell us.
7: Well, um, Minnesota's missing Matt Dumba and Jarrett Spurgeon. That's too, what I was talking about are, you know they're they're two best defensemen yeah I, I knew you had this all covered Um but uh and and Kirill Kaprizov is missing his his main setup man Matt Zuccarello, the guy who's been feeding him sick passes all season long uh and setting him up for a, a lot of goals Um but yeah I mean Minnesota's still probably going to win this game Arizona I think they have two wins in their last 19 games um, they they haven't been been scoring very many goals. Uh, and and they've got a lot of injuries. A lot of their best players are done for the season. So, um, sort of a throw throwaway game for the Wild. Uh, but you know, I, I don't expect them to lose this one. But I, I definitely wouldn't lay minus one uh, minus six hundred. I'm uh, the Minnesota Wild. Yeah,
3: but would you take yeah. a shot at the Coyotes? Is what we're trying to get at. Yeah, here,
7: if I if I was you, I, I would oh. probably. But what does oh. that what is that mean? <laughs> oh yeah, well, would you uh, yeah.
5: would you parlay the Lightning, the Maple Leafs, <laughs> and the Wild together? Would you do that? Because I did. Uh, I did okay. minus one thirty two. Beat that, Andy. What was your number say about that one? Mm. Yeah, let's hear what your number said there.
7: I a great. I'm yeah. gonna guess it's a great bet. Thank you.
3: All right. Well, Matt did uh, did mention uh, one other that you were. He, he slipped from that one to this other one. because I had mentioned the uh, the Knights are trying to chase the Predators here. And so uh, Nashville is on your list. They're taking on Calgary, or as you like to say, Calgary, as the Canadians like to say. Uh, Calgary's a minus-135 favorite at Nashville tonight. That one starts in about 15 minutes.
7: Yeah, I, and I'm on the flames at, at minus-135 from early this morning. Uh, and and I regret it. Uh, I'm hoping. I'm. I still hope the Flames can can get this win. But uh, for some reason, they're they're going to their backup, David. Uh, or sorry, Dan Bladar. and um, Jacob Markstrom's getting the night off, which is not something I, I expected to happen. Uh, Nashville's is the only Western Conference team that Calgary hasn't been able to defeat this season. The first matchup was way back in October. The last one was just about a week ago on April nineteenth. The 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 Preds took that one in in a shootout, um, three two. So, um, you know there's there's not a lot to go on here, and this is the likely first round matchup right now. If things uh, if things finish the way they're sitting right now, we'd see the Flames and the Preds in the opening round. So, I I thought Calgary would want to go out, you know, with their kind kind of their best effort with Jacob Markstrom, their starting goaltender, try to get a win over a team uh, that they haven't been able to beat all season long uh, before the playoffs, but. Um, for whatever reason, they're, they're going with the backup here. And, and now I, I wish I could take that bet back, but obviously you can't. So I, I'm sticking with it. And I'm, uh, I'm hoping that the Flames can uh, get a win here tonight in Nashville, but I'm not, I'm not as optimistic as I was before.
5: At 930 Eastern, we have the blues and the avalanche. The avalanche are, you can find them at 165 actually. Um, so if you wanted the dog, they're as high as one. Plus one fifty-five. I don't know which side you're on in this one, but uh, your thoughts here, Blues and Avalanche.
4: Uh, I'm
7: not on either side, uh, either side here. But I, I would go Blues. If anything, they're, they're the hottest uh, offensive team in the NHL right now. They're they're scoring. They've scored more goals than, uh, on a per sixty minute basis than even the Florida Panthers over their last twenty five games. Um, and uh, Colorado's got some injuries. They're still missing Miko Rantanen, uh, Gabriel Landeskog, two of their top scores and uh, they are getting Devin Taves back tonight, which is a, a big boost, but um, you know, they're, they're not, they're not at full strength and, uh, and St. Louis is coming in hot. They've got something to play for here uh, with, uh, with um, home ice still up for grabs. Uh, St. Louis and Minnesota is the only playoff series so far that that's set in stone, uh, but home ice hasn't been determined. So Minnesota is likely going to get the win win tonight and and St. Louis uh, still has something to play for here to try to get a higher seat.
3: Andy, about that, let me riff on what you just said. So uh, by the way, Monday morning, if you could make some time for a numbers game going over some hockey playoff series, that'd be wonderful. But I'm just curious if, uh, if right now you are looking, you said only, only one matchup is set in stone. We still don't know home ice in that one, but as you look ahead, is there any matchup that you're perhaps anticipating in the postseason, you can kind of see what it could be in certain uh, certain instances, and when you're anticipating that, if you're thinking to yourself, "Oh, I bet you the market is going to be off based on my numbers," is there anything like that on the horizon?
7: Um, I, I would I would guess that I'm I I, I'm, I haven't ran the the series uh, prices yet for you know because I don't want to do things twice. So I'm right. kind of just waiting until until um. We have a little bit, you know, more uh, information here and, and about the standing, how the standings are going to finish. But um, I, I think I'm probably going to have an edge on the Washington Capitals. Yes. The Florida Panthers are, um, you know, they're they're a wagon. Everybody is is behind this team, and uh, and I, I don't think that they're they're going to uh, offer them at a bargain uh, against the Capitals. So um, I think Washington is is a team that I, I could be on. Uh, I guess obviously that remains to be seen. Uh, if the price is big enough and uh, the LA Kings, I mean, I, I, I don't like this and I'm, I'm hoping that I'm I'm wrong about this one, but you know, structurally and stylistically, I think the Kings are not a great matchup for the Oilers. The Oilers, you know, have won the season series um, and, and the Kings are going to be without Drew Dowdy. But um, I think you, you could see Los Angeles outplay Edmonton in, in every single game, out shoot them, out chance them. And uh, as we saw last year, you know, Conor McDavid, he went cold in four games versus Winnipeg and uh, the Oilers were, were eliminated. And uh, I, I would still make Edmonton a favorite, um, but, you know, probably not as big as the, the, the odds makers are going to make them.
3: Andy, we appreciated a uh, delay on playoff hockey this year because the Olympic break that never was the Olympic that never was. Um, but it's finally here soon. We look forward to talking all about it with you next week. Thanks, man.
7: Yeah, I believe uh, Monday the playoffs kick off. So, uh, yes. so we'll have a bit of a playoff preview, I guess. on, on numbers game.
3: <laughs> I look forward to it. I, I do indeed. Andy McNeil at Digital Gambler on Twitter. Thank you, Andy. Enjoy your evening. All right, take care, guys. Andy McNeil, everybody, uh, star of Hockey Night in Canada. By the way, a game, a, a a playoffs of runs in the NBA. We already have two in the Minnesota Memphis game. Memphis was up thirteen to two.